This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Uh, thrilled today to get to visit with Dr. Jay Bott. Dr. Bott's had a fascinating career. He's a geriatrician and, and physician by background, brilliant, brilliant person. He, he now is working with Deloitte, uh, one of the big four consulting accounting firms in their healthcare area. Uh, we've also in their health equity area. He's going to talk about what he's doing, his career, his thoughts on leadership, and a lot more. Dr. Bot, Jay, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and, and tell us about your career and what you're doing currently? Thanks, Scott, for having me. This is just uh, wonderful to visit with you and appreciate the opportunity. Uh, Jay Bott, Executive Director of the Deloitte Center for Health Solutions and the Deloitte Health Equity Institute, and I'm a practicing primary care internist and geriatrician at a federally qualified health center South Side of Chicago, and uh, I am just uh, honored uh, to have this opportunity to try to make impact in communities. And I've had a long career over the last 15 plus years in healthcare, working uh, in public health for the city of Chicago at the Department of Public Health, and then have spent time with the Illinois Hospital Association, the American Hospital Association as uh, a chief medical officer and leading efforts around quality, safety, innovation, physician uh, uh, collaboration, and thinking about um, diversity, equity, and inclusion as well. And uh, prior to Deloitte, I had the opportunity to work for Medical Home Network in which uh, I was helping think about care models for uh, historically underserved vulnerable populations and implementing them in, in a and Medicaid accountable care organization, and then in Medicare Advantage uh, for the highest risk uh, members in Cook County. And so uh, I'm just thrilled to have this opportunity at Deloitte to bring my experience and uh, learning and insights to work with the talented team uh, to really uh, create moments that matter that help uh, impact health equity and the future of health uh, in our country you know, at scale. Thank you. And let's talk about that because you're both a brilliant person and a good person, which is a wonderful combination. You talk about sort of at scale, and this seems to be the problem, the crossroads we're at in the country is 330 million people. It, it's from a scale perspective, we're starting to have vast daunting shortages of providers, nurses, physicians, everything else. How do you sort of look at some of those big problems of scale both from an equity and just general perspective. How do we sort of work through some of those issues, Dr. Bott? What are some of your thoughts? I think that we're in a uh, challenging environment right now. I think what we see in terms of uh, scales is there's certainly in interventions around healthcare delivery uh, and workforce, uh, as well as health equity that are working and particularly enabled uh, by technology and there are places uh, where we're seeing certainly that challenged and part of it is that we don't have the opportunity to see when we look at things that work that are positive deviance there is an opportunity to scale that but it has to be wrapped in in the context uh, of particular communities that um, across the country that are in some ways similar and in some ways different, whether rural, urban, uh, but we also have different populations uh, that um, are impacted as well. Now, I think that talent 
there's a talent emergency. There's a workforce emergency in healthcare right now. And I think we've got to be creative around how we are tackling that issue and using technology to help bridge uh, what can be done with automation and what needs human support. And so we recently at the Center for Health Solutions, we did a survey, uh, the vast majority of health system leaders, 85% say that staffing challenges would have a major impact on their strategy. And uh, 76% cited inflation as a significant factor. And, and then in our recent addressing healthcare's talent emergency, um, there's significant interest in investing in workforce. Uh, and to take some of the burden off clinical staff, it's using different models to help support clinicians being able to work at the top of their training. And so um, flexibility in how employees work is another digital technology to take over administrative tasks, but also we're seeing AI and machine learning you know, play an increasingly important role. And we gotta pay attention to uh, bias and making sure that uh, the outcomes don't exacerbate inequities uh, from those tools. But it's certainly, uh, I think, you know, an area where we also have to think about community health workers, the interdisciplinary team more effectively, uh, and payment models uh, that, that support alternative sites of care. Uh, and caregivers, uh, both clinical as well as those at home that support their loved ones. Yes. I mean, what a challenging, daunting set of solutions. I, I, you know, everybody talks about the workplace shortages. I love the concept of calling a workplace emergency because, quite frankly, this, this concept right now that we have of 20,000, 17,000 doctors coming out a year with our growing population, and it's just at the doctor site, let alone at the, the nurse, the staff site, the tech site, everything else. I mean, it really is an emergency, and it's it's – it's getting exponentially worse in a hurry as you see people retire and just the small number of people we graduate each year out of residencies and fellowships. I mean, it really is a workplace emergency. I love that perspective. And it impacts everything. I mean, you, you're you you very hard time getting into health equity if we're living in a workplace emergency where there's just a staffing emergency. Gee, what else is, is as you work through the system, Dr. Bott, what else is top of mind for you currently? What, where else are you focused currently, and what are you thinking about day-to-day? -day? Yeah, so uh, around uh, healthcare and life sciences, you know, again, work uh, workforce is one area. Digital transformation is another area uh, that helping organizations understand how to do it, how to put uh, health equity by design in that context. And when we develop technology and implement it, looking at the equity impact. So are we contributing to a health footprint or taking away from a health footprint? And uh, you know, that also applies to climate and sustainability as important issues. Now, it's going to be uh, important for organizations to perfect the core, understand, okay, what do we do well? And then where can we make bets on transformation? that will have a uh, long-term impact. And that is in areas around alternative sites of care, uh, integrated models of care, uh, where uh, virtual primary care first, not just digital, but has uh, the approach to supporting people in person uh, as we need it. And I think the uh, work around health equity um, is certainly uh, top of mind for me too. We uh, Delight put out a report over the summer where we modeled uh, the cost of health inequities and it accounts 
for $320 billion a year in avoidable health, avoidable health care spending in the U.S., and if left unaddressed, the spending is on track to top $1 trillion by 2040, according to our actuarial estimates. And that's just unaffordable. We know that there's racism bias, there's drivers of health, there's social determinants, and then there's systemic and structural issues. But the question that I've been thinking a lot about is, I've been in healthcare 15 plus years. We have some of the same challenges around affordability, quality, and experience that we had years ago. We've made progress in certain areas and in pockets. But if we look at our health outcomes, we look at the spending, if we look at the friction that our population experiences when, when accessing care, uh, those are things that we've got to you know, certainly continue to work on. And health equity is more about ensuring act, equal access to quality care. We define it as the ability to fulfill our human potential in all aspects of health and well-being. And so since 2021, the U.S. Uh, Deloitte Health Equity Institute has been working with cross-sector collaborators to make health in our society more equitable. We believe that advancing health equity is both a moral and business imperative, and every organization is a healthcare organization, particularly if you've got employees, if you are delivering co um, coverage and supporting your employees in physical health, mental health, and well-being. And so we think that every organization across every industry has a role to play, making health more equitable within the organizations, through their products and services, in the communities they serve and across ecosystems, which includes the vendor supplier community and policy. And so given the unprecedented focus we've seen on health inequities this year, uh, I think that there's alignment around the public private sector, around community-based organizations in a way that I think we can try to advance it. Now, the important thing that we've got to recognizes that health equity will accelerate if we can um, tie it to revenue growth, to financial and operational quality strategies. And so the three levers we pull through the Health Equity Institute is around influencing key decision makers, shifting mindsets, uh, bringing awareness, uh, bringing fragmented stakeholders together around issues to drive place-based change and address those inequities. And uh, uh, we do that around maternal and and child health, mental health, chronic disease, and COVID earlier in our work. And um, we've also um, worked with the Black Director's Health Equity Agenda on a playbook for boards and leadership. Uh, we've created a global health equity network with the World Economic Forum, which includes more than 20 large-scale organizations making commitments in climate sustainability and equity. And then um, we've worked uh, on uh, the, the third lever, innovation, uh, where uh, we're working with Morehouse, around uh, workforce development and maternal health, as well as with New Profit, a non-for-profit organization where we're catalyzing a, a set of social entrepreneurs that are going to uh, work to address health equity-related issues. And um, we've got this health equity catalyzed cohort uh, that uh, receives support, has a community and a platform to test their innovations uh, and, and see what works and then work towards scale. So really excited about the work that we're doing at the Health Equity Student, and it's all for the public good. So anything we produce from our data dashboards, like the Maternity Care Desert Dashboard with March of Dimes, to our reports, uh, to the learnings and insights from the community investments we make, um, it's really to advance uh, the public good and advance health equity in our country. And then the Center for Health Solutions works uh, to produce reports that are available uh, to anyone uh, that help uh, talk about trends in the industry, about solutions like we talked about earlier around talent emergency, as well as uh, work around uh, 
uh, new models of care, virtual care, and supporting clinicians uh, in the system. Uh, so I think it's uh, you're going to be an opportunity to work with um, a broad set of, of stakeholders and collaborators uh, to advance uh, the future of health that's equitable uh, in our country. And so we encourage um, um, to take a look at uh, these uh, insights that we've got out there. Dr. Bott, thank you so much. Let me give you 30 more seconds. Start of the new year coming up, any resolutions or, or, or what are you most excited about and most focused on? 30 seconds, uh, tell us what you're most focused and excited on, or if you got a big resolution coming up this year. You know, I expect uh, the equitable future of health and that vision to be a catalyst for convening leaders and innovators and really driving a conversation around the business case for health equity and making that real and is well as uh, the intersection of digital and human care. And I think that what we got to remember in all of this is prioritizing uh, humanity, uh, learning, and, um, and thinking about, you know, how do we create more affordable, equitable, high-quality care uh, that serves everyone? And I think the, the one thing that's going to continue to emerge and accelerate its convergence across industries. We see it among technology, healthcare, and consumer. Uh, and we're just gonna see uh, more of that, including now energy uh, that, as it relates to climate and sustainability, you know, that's cutting across uh, various other industries. So I think this idea of industry convergence is gonna be a really important one and how we leverage that opportunity uh, to create a more uh, equitable and just future so that everyone can fulfill their human potential for health and well-being, and we can have better outcomes, better experience, uh, and more affordable care, diagnostics, and therapeutics. No, thank you so much for joining us today. I want to I thank you for being with us today on the uh, Doctors Healthcare podcast. Brilliant, good person, Dr. Jay Bott, now with Deloitte, also still, still practices medicine at the Federal Qualified Health Center, magnificent leader. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Scott.